The text is the gospel reading for today, the parable of the ten virgins. Jesus was in Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover with his disciples. Actually, he was there to fulfill the Passover. He was the Passover lamb. He always has been the Passover lamb. As John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus was there to be the Lamb, to be God's sacrifice for our sins. In a few days, he will be killed. During these last few days, he had many things to say to his disciples. Talked about a lot of things, especially his coming back, his return, his second coming. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. He describes his return as a bridegroom coming back for his bride. That was not a new idea for the Jews. Uh, the idea that the Savior would, th that God in saving his people would come for them as a bridegroom comes for his bride because they understood that at Mount Sinai, God entered into a marriage covenant with Israel. He became their husband. Israel broke that marriage covenant. But God promised that someday he would renew that covenant, that marriage covenant. Now, I'm not talking about the old covenant, the Ten Commandments. So I'm talking about the marriage agreement covenant that God had with Israel. He would renew that. He would restore it. He would marry Israel again. She would again become his bride. In the fullness of time, Jesus came. And he began revealing to people who he was and why he had come. The very first miracle that he performed. You remember where that was? It was at the wedding. And John says there he revealed his glory. Revealed who he was. The bridegroom come to claim his bride. And there in Cana, at the wedding feast, he turned the water into wine. And that water, John tells us, was there for purification. It was there to perform rites, ceremonies, according to the, the laws of Moses. And Jesus changed that water into wine. 
at the wedding, the bridegroom had come to claim his bride. Later, he told a parable about a wedding feast that was given by the king for his son. The wedding feast of the son. And John the Baptist's disciples came, when they came to Jesus to ask him why his disciples don't fast, Jesus answered them by referring to himself as the bridegroom. How can the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. And that time has now come there in Jerusalem. The time for the bridegroom to be taken from his friends. But there in Jerusalem, as Jesus is speaking, teaching his disciples, he tells them that he's going to come back. He will return as the bridegroom. claim his bride. He'll come back for us. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Now, this was a custom uh, for the Jews at their weddings, that the, the bride and groom would be betrothed to one another by their parents, and then the young man would go back home to live with his parents or, or perhaps his own home for a period of time. Then after some time, he would come back. He would return to his bride to claim her as his bride. He would come back with his friends because this was a big celebration. And he would, he would take his bride with her friends to his home to complete the wedding with a great celebration and feasting. When Jesus comes back, it will be like the bridegroom coming to claim his bride, coming to claim us, to take us home, to enjoy the feast with him. That last night, in the upper room, Jesus told his disciples, In my Father's house are many rooms. I go to prepare a place for you. And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. When Jesus comes, it will be as the bridegroom coming to claim his bride coming to claim us as his bride and take us home to be with him, feasting in the kingdom of God. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Now, ten is in scripture, it's the number for completeness. These ten virgins... Uh, represent the whole church. And what Jesus is saying here, he's saying to 
the whole church. This is the truth about the church. And the truth about the church is that some members will be wise and some members will be foolish. Like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom, five of them were foolish, five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. Some are wise and some are foolish. It doesn't say some are good and some are bad, because that has nothing to do with this. Our place at the wedding feast has nothing to do with whether we are bad or good. Remember that, that other parable that Jesus told about the wedding feast of the king's son and the point of that parable, that the only thing that matters is the wedding garment. You just have to have that wedding garment. And of course that is it's the wedding garment that the host gives to his guests as they come. And they can either accept it or refuse it. It is the garment of Christ's righteousness that we must have. His goodness, whether we are bad or good, and of course, we all know that none of us is good, really good. Not good like is required of the bride of Christ. But what matters is that we are covered with his goodness, the robe, the wedding garment of Christ's righteousness. In the parable of the ten virgins, Jesus makes another important point, and that is the importance of being prepared for his coming. Having been clothed with Christ's righteousness, we now should be prepared for his coming, prepared to join him in the feast. If we are wise, we will be prepared. We will be prepared to meet him, prepared to go with him, no matter how long it takes before he comes back. Five of the virgins were foolish and five were wise. The difference was some of them were prepared, prepared for the long haul, and some were not. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, and the bridegroom was delayed. They didn't expect that he would wait so long to come. Jesus here is saying that we have to be prepared for the possibility that it will be a long time before he comes back for his bride. In fact, what he is saying is it will be a long, long time. If that were not the case, there would be no point to this parable. There would no, be no, he, he would have no purpose in telling us this parable except warning us 
that it is going to be a long time. And people are going to get tired of waiting for his coming. If that's the case, and that is the case, we need to have faith. We need to have deep-rooted faith. We need to have endurance, commitment. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. We have to have deep-rooted faith, commitment, endurance. In other words, we need to have lots of oil. Now, Jesus here is talking about olive oil. That's oil that's pressed out of the olives, and that oil was used, put in the lamps, and burned for light. The oil, the olive oil was also used in anointing, in anointing God's prophets, God's priests, God's kings. They were anointed with oil, and, and this oil in the scriptures is this, this light giving oil, this um, power, God, God's power giving is associated with the Holy Spirit. For instance, Peter told Cornelius, God anointed Jesus, and that's, that's something you do with the oil, you anoint. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. How do we get this oil of power, this oil of the Holy Spirit? Paul writes, At one time we were foolish, but he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. That's, that's our baptism. The washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. In our baptism, God poured out his Holy Spirit upon us. And he comes to us today as, as we read his, his words, as, as we pay attention and we allow his words to sink into our hearts and, and as we uh, gather around this feast, the bread and wine, Jesus' body and blood, God is giving us his spirit, his Holy Spirit. And, and every day as we think about the words, the words of God, uh, as we have them in, in the prophets and, and in the, and the apostles and the gospel writers, as we think about these things, what God, God has done, His great salvation, and that He is coming back for us to take us home to be with, him. as we think about these things, God's Holy Spirit is pouring into us, into our hearts. We can resist 
the, the influence of the Holy Spirit on our minds and hearts, of course, and, and we all do. We all do to some extent. But there is plenty of oil available to us. And it is foolish of us to resist the, the comfort and the, the strength and the nourishment that God is giving us in His Holy Spirit. The foolish ones took their lamps, but they took no oil with them. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. At midnight. They didn't expect him to come at midnight. He will come when no one expects him to come when when no one is ready none of none of the virgins were ready i mean i should have said it that way none of them were expected they were all caught by surprise also the 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 wise virgins they were caught by surprise but they were ready they they had their oil jesus coming is going to be a surprise for us we're not going to expect it. I mean, what, what if Jesus came right now? Anyone here who wouldn't be surprised? We expect him to come, yeah, but not now. It's never now. Whenever he comes, it's going to be a big surprise. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Whether we were, whether we're surprised or not. The only thing that matters is if we have the oil. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were off getting the oil, the bridegroom came, they went into the feast, and the foolish virgins missed out on the feast. We can't depend on someone else to take care of this for us. This is something that each one of us has to do for ourselves. Go to the dealers and buy for yourselves. The oil is available, and we know where to get it. We know where the oil is. It's in our baptism. It's in the Holy Communion, the bread and wine, and the promises, the words of Jesus. It's, it's in the Scriptures. It's, it's in the words that God has spoken to us. We know where the oil is. And there's plenty of it there available for us. There, the Holy Spirit is available to us. There, strength and endurance of the Holy Spirit are available to us. That's why we come back Sunday after Sunday. 
not to make points with God, but to receive the strength, the power, the faith, the encouragement that we need from the Holy Spirit. So we will be ready because He's coming. He's coming back for His bride. Coming back to take His bride home. To take us home with Him. To feast with Him in the banquet halls of heaven. We just want to be ready when He comes. Amen.